Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. An official from the Department of Health reminded those who have gotten their first dose of coronavirus disease vaccine not to skip their second shot. In a radio interview, DOH Undersecretary Dr. Mirna Kabutai said among the factors contributing to making people skip their second shot are vaccine hesitancy, because of side effects. Three of the vaccines in use in the Philippines, namely AstraZeneca, Sinovac, and Sputnik V, require that people get a second dose to get the maximum protection the vaccines can provide. Kabutaya said fear of the side effects of the second dose and trouble getting an appointment due to the current COVID-19 surge are among the reasons people have given for missing second doses. The DOH announced in April that COVID-19 patients who already recovered from the disease need not wait 90 days after they tested positive for the disease to get the shot. Patients may get vaccinated against the virus two weeks after recovering from the disease. The Philippines has so far received 4.4 million vaccine doses, 3.5 million doses of which were from China's Sinovac Biotech, 525,600 doses from AstraZeneca through the COVAX facility and 15,000 doses of Sputnik V from the Gamaleya Institute in Russia. The Food and Drug Administration has issued an Emergency Use Authorization or EUA to the coronavirus disease vaccine developed by the American drug firm Moderna. FDA Director General Rolando Enrique Domingo made the announcement on Wednesday, May 5. Aside from Moderna, vaccines developed by American drug maker Pfizer, United Kingdom-based AstraZeneca, China's Sinovac, Russia's Gamaleya Research Institute, India's Bharat Biotech, and U.S.-based firm Johnson & Johnson's have been given an EUA in the country. The chief of the task group on vaccine evaluation and selection is not surprised by the decision of the FDA to issue an EUA to the COVID-19 vaccine developed by United States drug company Moderna. DOSD Secretary Fortunato Boy de la Peña also cheered at the FDA's EUA grant to the Moderna's coronavirus jab. He maintained that more vaccines with EUA approved by the FDA means more vaccines can enter the country, adding to the adequacy of supply. 
A member of the country's vaccine expert panel is seeing President Duterte's decision to receive the Chinese-made Sinopharm vaccine as a boon for the government's vaccination program, saying it would encourage more people to get themselves vaccinated. Chief of Adult Infectious Disease and Tropical Medicine Unit of San Lazaro Hospital Dr. Ronjin Solanti said President Duterte's gesture could further boost the government's initiative to inoculate 70 to 80 million Filipinos by the end of the year to achieve earned immunity. Meanwhile, DOH said over 2 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines have already been administered in the country as of May 4. Based on the data presented by Health Undersecretary Mirna Cabotaje during the Laging Handa press briefing this morning, a total of 2,065,235 doses have so far been administered. Cabotaje, chairperson of the National COVID-19 Vaccination Operations Center, also revealed that more than 4 million doses that the country received have already been deployed. The government is currently vaccinating those in priority groups A1, A2, and A3, namely healthcare workers, senior citizens and those with comorbidities. Senator Manny Pacquiao may have criticized President Duterte for his stance against China regarding the West Philippine Sea, but Malacanang said there is no animosity between the two officials. In his May 4 virtual media briefing, presidential spokesperson Harry Roque asserted there is no falling out between Duterte and Pacquiao ahead of the May 2022 polls. Pacquiao is the acting president of the ruling PDP Laban, the political party of Duterte. He is also a known administration ally. The palace issued a statement after the boxing legend turned senator took a swipe at Duterte for his weakening stance on Chinese incursions in the West Philippine Sea. Pacquiao said in a recent online media interview that he found lacking the president's efforts to assert the country's sovereign rights in the disputed territory. He even recalled Duterte's campaign promise in 2016 to ride a jet ski going to Spratly Islands and other disputed areas to raise the Philippine flag there. Critics of the president have not spoken out against his defeatist stance against China's repeated incursions in the reefs and shoals, both claimed by the Philippines and China. Duterte report repeatedly said that the Philippines cannot afford to go to war against China, even as international law, foreign policy, and diplomacy experts told him that asserting the arbitral ruling does not need to lead to war. I don't think there is a falling out. Hanggang ngayon po, nananatiling napakalaking fan ni uh, Senator Pacquiao ang ating presidente sa larangan ng uh, palakasan, lalo na sa larangan ng boxing. Hanggang doon na lang po tayo. In Metro News, Manila LGU begins rollout of Sputnik V vaccines. Paranaque residents have positive response to Sputnik V according to Mayor Olivares. And Manila resident sets up Cake Community Pantry to celebrate his 24th birthday. More from this report. 
The Manila city government rolled out its COVID-19 vaccination drive using the Russian Sputnik V vaccine on Tuesday, May 4. In a Facebook post, Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrano de Magoso said nearly 200 frontline health workers have been inoculated as of 12 noon on Tuesday. He had earlier said that the city will prioritize vaccinating frontline health workers using the Sputnik V vaccine before moving on to other priority groups such as senior citizens and people with comorbidities. Meanwhile, Paranaque City residents flocked to the Ayala Mall's Manila Bay on Tuesday, May 4 to get vaccinated with Sputnik V. Mayor Edwin Olivares said they had to accept walk-ins as part from those who were originally registered by making use of the quick substitution list so as not to waste the COVID-19 vaccines. Olivares bared that around 2,100 individuals were administered the Sputnik V jobs for the A1, A2, and A3 categories. Paranaque City initially received 3,000 doses together with the cities of Manila, Taguig, Makati, and Muntinlupa. A Manila resident set up a cake community pantry which features catchy signs and a selection of cakes and cupcakes that she baked herself. Pasqua, who is part of Sanguniang Kabatan at Barangay 583 in Sampaloc, Manila, celebrated her 24th birthday last May 3 with her fellow residents with her cake community pantry. Aside from the selection of cakes and cupcakes, the community pantry also featured witty signages. One such signage bore the words, Komuha ayon sa blood sugar level or take according to your blood sugar level. Pasqua also expressed her gratitude to all her customers who believed in her small business amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. NBI, PDEA, and PNP agents arrest two sellers of illegal drugs and stolen petroleum products in La Union. Business as usual takes a back seat as Tugegarao's vegetable growers opt to donate their products. And Cebu governor backs calls to allow entry of fully vaccinated tourists. Here are the details. Two suspected illegal drugs traders who are also reportedly engaged in selling stolen petroleum products have been arrested in San Fernando City in La Union by agents of the National Bureau of Investigation, Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency, and the Philippine National Police. The suspects were identified as Ronaldo Mamaril and Ricky Mamaril. PDEA operatives seized illegal drugs and drug paraphernalia, while the NBI seized six drums and four big plastic containers with petroleum products. The two suspects are now under the custody of PIDEA for their involvement in the illegal drugs trade. At least for a day, vegetable growers in Tugigarao City saw the importance of sharing their products without thinking about their potential income for that day. The Sangguniang Kabataan officials of Taga, Gosisur, and Dada decided to put up the Eastern Community Pantry that aims to provide free vegetables and other basic goods which they purchase from local gardens. But on Thursday, April 28, vegetable growers decided to make their own contribution to the community pantry which has been serving at least 250 families. Gosisur Sangguni Ang Kabataan Chairman Nixon Escobar said that they are very thankful to the vegetable growers for giving their products for free. He added that they consider this a big blessing as they are already running out of funds to continue the community pantry. The now week-long pantry offers homegrown vegetables, eggs, rice, and a few more basic goods in their stalls located in front of the Dada Catholic Chapel. Cebu Governor Gwendolyn Garcia is backing calls to allow the entry of foreign tourists into the province. Garcia agreed with Lapu-Lapu City Mayor Junard Ahong Chan, who previously proposed that foreign tourists who have been fully vaccinated should already be allowed to enter the city. Garcia said before the COVID-19 pandemic struck, Cebu was frequently visited most by tourists from Korea, China, and Japan. 
The governor said the province can set up a tourism bubble plan subject to protocols that the province has been implementing. In world news, Hong Kong to review mandatory vaccine policy for foreign helpers amid discrimination concerns. Mexico president vows full probe after 24 die in metro train accident. And Darth Vader encourages Brazilians to get COVID-19 vaccine. Let's watch this. The Hong Kong Special Administrative Region has suspended its new measure requiring all foreign domestic helpers to get vaccinated against the coronavirus disease before their contracts can be renewed following discrimination concerns. In a South China Morning Post report on Tuesday, Chief Executive Carrie Lam Chong Yot Moore said health authorities are now reviewing whether to make COVID-19 vaccination mandatory for foreign domestic helpers. Lam said the government is still planning to complete its mandatory COVID-19 testing program for all domestic helpers by May 9. The mandatory testing came after two domestic workers from the Philippines were found to be infected with mutated strains of the COVID-19 virus. The chief executive also defended the plan to require mandatory testing for all 370,000 domestic helpers as risk-based and does not involve racial discrimination. Mexico's president on Tuesday promised an in-depth investigation to find those responsible for the deaths of at least 24 people in the collapse of an elevated metro train line with a history of problems. The vow came as emergency services in the capital worked to retrieve the bodies of victims still trapped in the wreckage of the carriages that plunged towards the ground on Monday night. Dozens were injured in the accident, one of the worst ever to strike the Mexico City metro, raising questions about construction and maintenance standards on a network used by millions every day. An actor dressed as Darth Vader character from the Star Wars films encourages and congratulates people queuing to get COVID-19 vaccines at the Planetarium Vaccination Center in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. They also made the campaign as part of a Star Wars Day May 4 celebration by the fans in reference to the catchphrase from the films, May the Force be with you. Some can't help but starstruck and took pictures with Vader and for others, this act brings joy and encouragement to them amid this pandemic. In entertainment, veteran entertainment editor and television host Ricky Law passed away last Tuesday night, May 4, and he was 75. In an article published by Susan Lee, Ricky's sister, she said that they wanted the public to respect her brother's death, so they did not reveal details about it at the moment. Months before Law passed away, he revealed that he literally does not go out of the house because of the pandemic. He also avoided physical press conferences, and in fact, he even warned the movie press to stop attending physical events at the height of COVID-19. A well-loved and respected personality in the showbiz industry, Law has published books where he compiled his popular Sunday feature column called Conversations with Ricky Law. Law served the entertainment industry for 50 years. Law just celebrated his 75th birthday last April 21. And here are the latest news from Manila Bulletin Sports section. Let's check this out. PBA Commissioner Willie Marshall is not ruling out the possibility that Batangas City may end up as the venue for the 46th season of PBA. 
Marshall said in a TV interview that the likelihood of having games in his hometown will depend on the COVID-19 situation and the success of the upcoming PBA practices in the city. Batangas City is currently under general community quarantine or GCQ which allows practices that are divided into groups. The league was supposed to start this month and had discussions with Antipolo City as a possible site for the 46th season since the Rizal capital was under MGCQ until mid-March. Ilocos Norte has offered to host a PBA bubble if the league decides to go with the said arrangement it had last season when the Philippine Cup was held under a closed environment in Clark, Pampanga. In today's episode of Tech Talk, Manila Bulletin's Tech News Editor Art Samaniego sat down and talked to the Chief Operating Officer of one of the newest internet service providers in the country, that's Converge ICT Solutions Incorporated, to find out the innovations they are bringing to the country and how they are addressing questions regarding current consumer experiences. Let's watch this interview. As the country continues to embrace connectivity on the internet, the demand for a fast and reliable internet connection has increased. With it, many internet providers have risen to the challenge and are working hard to deliver high-quality internet service. Today, we will be talking with the Chief Operating Officer of Converge ICT Solutions Incorporated, Mr. Jesus Boboy Romero, and find out the innovations Converge is bringing to the country, the company's plan for the new normal, new product offerings, and more. Hi, I'm Art Samaniego, and welcome to Tech Talk. Sir, good afternoon. What makes Converge different from its uh, competitors? I think the uh, Art, no, the biggest difference is uh, we're very focused on a single market which is high-speed fixed fiber broadband this is the only thing we do and uh, we do it very well so back in fiber technology what is the advantage of this okay um the, the company by the way you know has experience with some other technology from the past it's more than 25 years old no your cable modem we started with that and uh, the evolution was uh, cable modem became hybrid fiber coax. So the parang yung backbone niya is fiber na. And it became very clear, no? Fiber is the most future-proof technology uh, for any uh, use case that requires high reliability and high bandwidth with no capacity constraints. So... Uh, given that, we decided that uh, we will build our business on the basis of fiber. Uh, as you know, for example, wireless is subject to capacity constraints, right? There's a limit to spectrum. That's why it's hard to offer unlimited packages on wireless. So, kaya mga, mga companies ngayon are using really the wired connection? Yes. And uh, the companies are uh, not only using wired, no? But they're insisting that it must be fiber optics. For example, art no, yung mga bank, yung ATM machines no, ATM machines the bandwidth is not very big. But even those, the banks are saying ngayon na, you know, we require fiber. Kasi dito iba naman yung ano, it's not really more on capacity but quality. 
fiber kasi malinis, no? There's almost zero errors. And uh, the likelihood that it will fail because of rain or lightning or electrical interference is almost zero. So, so it's more it, reliable. Uh, uh, may ano, parang future-proof yung pag-wired ang, ang ginamit mo versus uh, wireless. Yes, mas future-proof siya lalo na in terms of capacity. So sir, what other technologies or innovations have you introduced to the local telco industry? Um, the fiber network is the foundation of our business, no? And by the way, we design it uh, based on three parameters. Kailangan high availability, minimize outages, uh, low latency, meaning mabilis, mababa yung ping, ping, no? That's what people say in delay. And then non-blocking. Non-blocking means walang congestion. Ngayon, based on this, uh, we also develop our back-end systems. The back-end naman controls your account. So, um, the technology we use is standard. But uh, I've been in this industry for a long time. You know that art. We've known each other for many years. The key is how do you use the technology? So, we, you know, with the network we built, which is high capacity, and then the back-end namin, which is, you know, pretty standard in a month, we uh, have actually created innovative products. Some of them you've never seen in the market, even outside, no? So, for example, nga, time of day is one of them. Where we are able to dynamically change the speed of your connection, daytime, nighttime, thereby giving you a better value price service. So, now that we are in the pandemic era, how will Converge help Filipinos adapt to this new normal, sir? Okay. Um, many of us now, and Converge is a prime example, no? as early as the first ECQ, majority of us are working from home already. So, you know, even um, a portion of our call center agents are working from home. So, the thing here is uh, we're working very hard to ensure now we can reach as many people as possible. So, that's number one. That's why we're building to the Visayas in Mindanao. Number two, we provide a product that meets their needs, meaning it's reliable, it's high speed. You know, if you are doing Zoom calls and your children are studying at home and your wife is watching Netflix, dapat walang congestion. And finally, we work very hard to make it affordable to the mass uh, base. But our target market is really classy and above. No? These are the customers who can afford. So by making it available, by making a solid product, and by making it affordable, we are enabling more people to actually exist in the new normal. Just, just as a side light, no? uh, there are people who reach out to me. Because, siyempre, nobody's perfect. No? Sometimes you have outages, fiber cuts. And, you know, the plea is that, Sir, please help get my line restored because I will be absent from work. Or, kaibigan, no? pare, patingnan mo naman kung ma-expedite yung repair kasi ma- yung mga anak ko nag-study from home. So, so that's how we are helping, you know, our our countrymen uh, adapt to the new normal. More than a million of them already, by the way. Also, sir, uh, while using Facebook and uh, Twitter, I see people recommending Converge. So, how could you adapt to the rising demand for connection? Because ito ngayon word of mouth na nagsasabi na oh, ito pakonek ay si Converge. Pero ang dami ng ang dami ng gustong kumuha. So, mm-hmm. how about you? Adapt to the rising demand. Uh, there are two strategies that we deploy no sa rollout. Uh, yung una, um, kasi there are still 
many areas where we do not have service. So, for example, Bismin, although we already operate in Cebu City and Davao City, soft launch, no? But there are still many areas in Bismin where we don't operate. So, that's our goal national. We're building a national backbone, uh, including our own submarine cable, by the way, no? So, this would be the first non-large company submarine cable in the Philippines. The other one is what we call Gobi. Because there are areas where we already have a service, but then, you know, maybe um, parts of the barangay hindi pa namin na-cover, or we got sold out. Therefore, we have to increase capacity. So, that's why uh, we actually have an objective that by 2025, we will cover 55% of the Filipino households. And these are the households that belong to our target market. Again, middle class and above. Except for, for a company that is relatively new to the business, we understand that there are birth pains at the beginning. But we have to ask, so what are the steps Converge is taking to address weak to no internet signal that subscribers are experiencing? Not only, kasi ang, ang, ang problema ito hindi lang sa, sa Converge nangyayari, sa lahat ng telcos, sa lahat ng providers nang nangyayari. For Converge, ano yung mga steps na ginagawa nyo sir? Oo. Um, thank you for that, no. And the pandemic actually helped, no, in a way, because many lessons learned. So, for example, ang unang unajan is that customers need uh, when they apply, gusto nila mabilis ang installation. Pero once you're a, an existing customer, you need it to be uh, as stable as possible. So, to that end, we are designing our network again, as I mentioned, to be high availability. It's still ongoing, no. Ang ibig sabihin nun, kunyari, may isang tinatawag na node, you know, which is like a switch serving many customers. Dapat yun redundant, meaning yung power mo uh, may backup, yung fiber mo, minimum dalawa yung ruta para pag naputol, uh, you're not totally down. So that's the first part. Trying to limit possible issues. Um, sa installation, uh, we have a QA process. Uh, but obviously, if you're installing tens of thousands a month, we do not QA every single one, but we do, you know, a spot check, and then um, repair. This is where we have dramatically increased our capacity, no? Again, compared to the pandemic, because, of course, in time, na yon, hindi naman natin expect the surge. Number two, uh, we were unable to hire people. So today, we have already right-sized our, um, we call it the subscriber line repair team. No? And they are regionalized. So, for example, in Metro Manila, I think we already have like uh, eight, 8 to 10 regions. So, naka-split sila, no? like San Juan, Makati, Paranaque, Kaloocan, nakakalat sila. That way, pagka merong outage, we can respond uh, as quickly as possible without having to travel long distances. And ganyan din ang setup sa mga probinsya where we operate, from Bicol to Ilocos. So they're local, uh, we right-size. And by the way, our repair no, is organic, meaning they are employees of a 100% subsidiary that we own. Basta repair, hindi namin na outsource. We prefer to do it ourselves. So yun ang ano, that, that's our strategy. First, try to limit the possibility of issues in the first place. And then second, work very hard na kung merong issue, ma-repair. Even yung call center namin, we have tripled the number of, of uh, agents no, since last year so that we can answer phone calls quickly. It's still work in progress. no. We're, we're getting there. So you have a call center? Um, when we started, 
everything was in-house eh. So, before the ECQ, lahat ng agents namin organic. Kaya lang nga, uh, with the surge, no, we realized that we cannot go fast enough. So, since then, hybrid na kami. So, we have our organic call center employees. And then, we have, I think, four outsource providers. By the way, the outsource providers are also spread. No? Dalawa in Metro Manila, dalawa in Northern Luzon. Kasi baka mamaya magka-lockdown, wala na rin makapasok. So, these are all of the lessons we learned. So, Sir, kasi, some subscribers are asking, how come Converge Dow doesn't have a customer service hotline? Oh, uh, uh, actually, I think maybe probably just a matter of awareness. But you know what, Arta? When we install a modem in your house, the modem actually has a speaker. And the phone number of the hotline is in the speaker. Oh, so, okay. And you know, sometimes even my friends, when I tell them, sabi nila, Bro, pakiyano naman, oh, escalate kasi I don't know how to call your hotline. Sabi ko, ah, can you check your modem? Kasi in the modem, you have lights. Eh. And then they will say, I may number pala dito. But you know, having said that, uh, we are trying our best to always inform existing customers. Email blast, SMS blast, our Converge Facebook account. And now we have a Viber community and blast then. We were trying to make sure that you know they're informed that these are the various ways that you can ask for help. So the hotline 0286670850. It's been the number ever since I joined back in 2016. Ayun, klaro na, klaro na ngayon. Hmm. So, eto. Uh, how did you come up with the time of day? Okay. Well, one one thing we do kasi is that um you know, sometimes people say uh, uh it's all about the customer. Madaling sabihin 'yun eh. Pero what's important is uh, really talking to them, understanding their needs, or in many cases, helping them understand their need. Kasi sometimes, you know, honestly, customers don't really know what they need kasi lalo na if nobody's ever offered it before. Diba? You cannot imagine what's possible. So in this case, after many, many discussions, especially, you know, yung work from home when it first boomed during the, uh, the ECQ, And many call centers started calling us, no, and asking us to install lines for their employees. So you know, this this whole issue crystallized. As a human being, you cannot use the internet 24 hours a day. You have to sleep, right? And then, furthermore, depending on your need, because if you're a student, your study from home is daytime. If you work for a normal, uh, you know, a uh, company that operates daytime, ganun den. Kailangan mo araw lang. But this uh, work from home na BPO or multinational ang kanilang employers, they work at night. And then, you know, with Zoom and heavier usage, everybody at home, you know, they started to realize that uh, the bandwidth is not enough. And uh, art, you know, we already provide the best value, no? At that time, 1.5 at 25 megabits. Ngayon nga, 35 megabits na. Kulang pa. So, you know, they said, But it's too expensive to upgrade to the next plan. I have to add a thousand pesos more. So we came up with this, okay? You cannot use the internet 24 hours a day. Tell us when you need it, double the bandwidth, and then you get that kind of service. You only add 499 pesos. So yun yung time of day. So time of day, for example, the base plan is 1.5. If you get the time of day, 1.899. Uh, so, dagdag ka lang ng 399, sorry. 
double the bandwidth, 70 megabits na yon. Pag kailangan mo. So, you and know, the value is fantastic. You're the only provider offering this kind of service. Yes. For now, we are the only provider. And, you know, Art, I can tell you, we have been working on this for, I think, about two years. No? And, and one of the difficulties we had was even our own suppliers had no idea how to make it happen. Kasi nga, nobody's done it before. So, natatawa na rin kami. Pero finally, it's out. And uh, it's being accepted very well by customers. Now, sir, about the UCLA results. Can you tell us more about it? And what does most consistent mean? And why is this important to, to customers? Yes. So, for the UCLA results, no, the most consistent uh, rating is given to customers who have the highest, uh, to providers who have the highest number of users who exceed 25 megabits, which is the minimum speed. Okay. And uh, in our case, as you know, um, our base product is really uh, 25 megabits before minimum and 35 megabits. So our speed is very consistent. It's about, I, I forgot the actual number, no? It's more than 40 megabits on the average, right? So taking into consideration the mix of our customers, this is the actual reflection of what our actual customers, paying customers no, in real life are getting. Kasi, you know, if you have speeds like 70 megabits on the average, kunyari, how can that be possible when your customers are only averaging plans of 35 and 45 megabits, right? The actual subscribed plan is only 35 or 45. Kasi, by the way, Art, meron kami nung ano, time of day, I don't, uh, not time of day, um, 10 for 99. Yung you only add 99 pesos, then you get 10 megabits more. So, Our entry-level customers are between 35 and 45 megabits now. So, consistent means na you are seeing the actual experience of customers who are subscribed to a service like that. Parang medyo impossible kasi na, you know, for example, you claim your average speed is 60 megabits. When your customers, the mass majority of your customers are 35 or 45. So, consistent is very important because it means the majority of your customers are getting that level of service. Uh, and UCLA defines it as 25 or above. And I think in our case, our average download was 40, 40 41, 42 megabits, which is reflective of the actual plan. Walang promo-promo, walang short-time gimmick. No? This is their actual day-to-day -day plan that they experience. Interesting. Very interesting. So sir, ano pa yung mga ano, mga plano ng Converge? What does uh, Converge have in the pipeline for your customers? Okay, so well, number one, um, we obviously want to continue to improve our level of service. Kasi um, fiber is fiber. As I mentioned to you kanina, equipment is equipment. So other than the fact that we do have a hotline, uh, which has been there forever, uh, we have invested in many digital channels. Of course, Uh, everything needs to improve over time. So, for example, we have this uh, app, no? the Converge Experience app. The first phase was you can see your bill and pay. The next phase was you, know, you can uh, file tickets there and, and monitor your tickets. Yung last permutation namin, when you open it, you can see the state of your line. Yung modem ko ba mainit? Is it overheating? Um, is the signal level on the line uh, ideal for for high-speed internet? How many users are connected 
So we have that. And uh, the whole idea here is that customers want to be served in different ways. Some of them actually are, gusto nila pumunta sa business center. They go to our business center. We have 50 plus in North and Central Luzon. They want to talk to a person live. Many of them, they just want to call the phone. But the young ones like us are, right? The younger ones. We want it digital. An app or a website. Uh, for example, uh, dati marami nagre-reklamo. Ang hirap daw mag-upgrade sa Converge. Now, you just do it online. Okay? So, you go online, you validate yourself, and say, I want to upgrade to this plan. Boom! You know, as long as valid ka, you get updated. Same process as bank, you know, yung mga OTP. Yung mga, you know. And then, uh, yung platforms namin, you know, we're modernizing them again. Our billing system and our OSS. Yun yung OSS is Operational Support System. Kasi, uh, what we're trying to do is, you know, today, reactive naman tayo. Eh. I mean, all of us are. So, reactive means, when you have a problem, you call the provider. So, we are revamping all of our platforms with the aim of being more proactive. Now, you know, we will find out that there's an issue before you do so that we can rectify it or at least tell you that an issue is so, again, this is more on the area of customer experience. Kasi the rest of them are for the course. Expect that over time, we will improve the bandwidth allowance of customers as we can afford it and uh, expanding to new areas. And then finally, as I said, we crossed a million customers last year. So, we have more than a million customers now. Now, these million customers, they also are asking us about other products and services. Lalo na ngayon, Wi-Fi. You know, many of the complaints we have today is about Wi-Fi at home. So, you know, we were the first to launch Wi-Fi 6. Uh, that's uh, something that we launched last year. Uh, we offer bundles, you know, Wi-Fi routers, mesh routers, etc. Very uh, not well-known. We also bundle uh, yung mga IP CCTV. Like in my home, I have four of them. No? And uh, this is more for your personal security. And we're developing other uh, products and concepts that we call adjacent, which are very close to the products and services that we have. Um, in case you don't know, Art, we actually operate a cable TV service in Central Luzon. Uh, which, that was the original business of uh, Dennis Uino, our, our CEO, cable TV. So we're also thinking of, uh, you know, maybe bringing that to other areas uh, as we get a license. Ang problema kasi sa cable TV, you apply per city. So yan, yung mga ganon, no? now you have a connection. Make sure that you can use it very well all the time. Second, what else can I use it for? Yan, yan ang mga plano. Kailan, kailan kayo magkakaroon sa Intramuros for Manila Bulletin? Oh, siguro yung <laughs> kailangan ko doon, medyo hindi niya. We are actually live art sa Intramuros. Ah, okay. Yeah, kasi I, I, I specifically remember I have two friends na who were pushing me. And then that was probably more than a year ago na. Eh, na you know, they were actually put online. Meron na kami ah, diyan. Okay. Sa so, kasi nag-a-apply kami for connection for the company. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. um, you know the time of day we develop uh, an option for uh, smaller companies. Smaller companies naman doesn't mean uh, you know, malitan revenue. Pero yung bandwidth is not as big, no, as let's say a BPO. Meron kaming SME product din na ganyan, flexible, you know, as much as 300 megabits and, you know, very affordable kasi time of day din siya. So, that's also available for enterprise customers. I'll, I'll, I'll follow up within the day. I'll, I'll tell our uh, person in charge to call 
mm. para ma- ma-arrange na. Okay. So, Sir, for, for my for my next question. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much pala. Very ano ha, very informative yung uh, natutunan ko today. Nalaman ko from you. Thank you very much. Sir, what is your message to the subscribers of Converge and those who are thinking of subscribing to your service? Well, firstly, uh, to the subscribers of Converge, uh, you know, we would like to really say a heartfelt thank you. We could not have gotten to this stage without their support. I, I joined the company 2016. We were very small. 2020, we ended with a million subscribers. Uh, that was only possible because we were able to invest in the network, invest in our services, as I mentioned, no call center, repair, etc. And we're able to to do that because we have revenues from very loyal customers. And uh, to them, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we're committing that we continue to work hard to ensure that we will get even better services uh, as the days go by. Uh, sabi nga namin, ang motto namin, eh, experience better. And then uh, for those who are uh, not yet existing customers, again, we're working hard to reach as many of you. Uh, many small towns are we're the only one with a fiber optic connection. And we're surprised that people are still taking it up. No? So we are trying to get to as many of you as possible. Uh, we are always striving na affordable yung products and services natin. And uh, we are again working very hard to make sure na we are able to service everyone. Na marami ring, siempre, you know, just like anybody else, we suffered during the pandemic. There were customer complaints, mabagal. We, we've heard of all of that already. You know, you know, today we're able to install uh, more than half of the customers within one day. Apply ka within one day, we're able to install. So that's okay. how things have changed. Uh, we're able to repair most outages now uh, within 24 hours as long as, you know, we are aware. Kaya minsan, uh, it's very important that customers also file tickets. No, I, I have friends who say, bro, tatlong araw na akong down. Eh. Uh, tumawag ka na ba sa hotline? May ticket ka na? Wala pa. Wala pa. Uh, <laughs> hindi maayos mag-isa yan, bro. Yung mga ganon. But, uh, yun, um, Thank you again. And, you know, again, the market is so big. Um, there are several players. Uh, not all of us can can support this market yet. So we just want to make sure that we can get to as many of you. And then hopefully, uh, you know, you choose us because for whatever it is, again, this is the only thing we do. We don't do anything else. Wala kami distraction. And uh, we are working very hard to, to make you experience better. Thank you very much, uh, sir. Uh, as your as your future customer, uh, I would like to say that this is really informative uh, session. Maraming salamat po. Thank you. Thank you, Art. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. With the entry of better internet service providers such as Converge, we can expect more innovations with the way we connect to the internet. But just like any other new technology, there will be setbacks and challenges. We have to be patient. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for more tech updates. I'm Art Samaniego, and this is Tech Talk. Be fully informed.
And thank you so much for that interview, Art. It is good to know that there are companies that are bringing new innovations to the country, and hopefully it also clears some of the questions people are having about Convergence's services. And those are the news on web today, May 5, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow, or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.